Today's episode is brought to you by RX Bar. For 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com slash combos and enter promo code combos at checkout. Hey guys, welcome to Coffee Combos. Lindsay, I'm really sorry if my energy is kind of low today because I'm just like super stressed out. Why are you stressed? Well, for one, I feel like my house is a mess. Um, I feel like we've done every single thing with the kids this summer that we could have possibly do. And my kids are just driving me nuts in the house. This is the one of the first times I've podcasted with all three kids in the house running around. But, you know, we have to do the podcast. Lux is sleeping. And then the other two boys were just like being loud. I'm just, I want to pull my hair out and we're hosting game night tonight. So like the kids are having their little friends over and then me and the parents will play games and the kids will have their play date. And I'm just like, oh my I, gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, I know. I was just thinking actually um, that it's the time of summer that it's like that really awkward time between they've been out for long enough that it's time for them to go back to school, but it's not time for school yet. So I know the feeling and Jackson is not looking forward to school. And he told me the other day we were just riding in the car and he was like, mom, I... I'm done with school. I'm ready to be president. And I'm like, okay. So president? Let's, yeah, let's back up. Oh, good. Because <laughs> you have a preschool education and yep. we need to like do some steps before we get to El Presidente. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> so, you know, summer is kind of coming to a close, I think, for everybody. I know. Actually, our public school system starts back August 1st. What? Yes. So literally like next, what, next week, after next week? Oh, wow. Isaac goes back the end of August, and then Lincoln's preschool doesn't start until after Labor Day. Oh, wow. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Jackson doesn't start school until August 14th, so we still have, you know, like a few weeks, but parents meetings and stuff start um, towards the end of that first week of August. And then it's like go school supply shopping and all of that. So um, I actually love school supply shopping. Is that weird? You do? Yeah. Yeah. It's a little weird. I think I used to love it for myself. And like when I was like middle school, high school, I was like, Ooh, I'm going to be so organized. And like, even probably when I went back to college, I was like, this is going to be so fun. I swear I'm going to be organized and so studious and then it would just like fall apart mid-semester. So. Always buy like the big container of like the highlighters and the markers and like all of the stuff whenever I was in school and I always had like Lisa Frank like folders and like the trapper keeper. <laughs> oh yeah. You oh know? yeah. The trapper keeper. That's oh so funny. God. Can you believe like what were we thinking and obviously like what were our parents thinking getting us all of those school supplies? Like I had so much school supplies that I probably never used. And now I see all these parents, like, I don't know if they're like more expensive now than they were like back in the nineties whenever we were getting them. But I see so many parents um, talking about how expensive school supplies are and everything on Facebook. I haven't really gotten to the point where I get like the long list of stuff where you have to have like the calculators and like, all of that. But I mean, Jackson's stuff is still kind of minimal. It's like Clorox wipes and, you know, like disinfectant stuff. And 
Yeah, we talked about it before, I think. But well, I just... We talked about projects before and like... Oh, oh, oh. You know, like the supplies that you have to have for projects. But I was talking to one of my friends at the pool the other day and she said that her daughter literally had to have 20 glue sticks. Yeah, uh, Isaac does too. And then Joe and I both fulfill the same list just because... But I just... I'm not complaining. I don't really care. I... It doesn't bother me. However, I just don't remember like me as a kid. I don't remember my mom having, we never got like a list of stuff that we needed. And I don't remember my mom supplying the classroom. It was always just the student. So I guess that you can just like tell how times have changed. Do you know what I mean? Oh, definitely. And it's like the things that are on the list now are like whiteboard markers and, you know, um, just random stuff that I couldn't see the kids using. But I also understand that since, you know, it is super expensive for teachers and they don't make a ton of money. I understand why they would ask parents to bring it because whiteboard markers and stuff like that are not cheap. I will be looking forward to Isaac's school supply list this year. I'll have to uh, keep you all posted on that. Yeah, let me know what's on it because I I love (laughs) to hear about stuff like that. I think it's great. Um, By the way, can you tell me about the pooping incident with Lux yesterday? Okay, first of all, I, yesterday was a day to remember, and I seriously wish that the cameras were there for the chaos because yesterday was the definition of like true single mom struggles because it's obviously one on three at my house. And I woke up okay, I felt fine, but I did take an ibuprofen on an empty stomach. And so I felt, I started to feel super sick. And we were supposed to go to the park. And I immediately call Isaac and I'm like, please, can you get me a, bring me up a soda because I'm about to throw up. So naturally, <laughs> so the this- soda is what's going to keep you from puking. I thought maybe, you know, because it makes you feel full. Maybe I'm stupid. So (laughs) I started sipping it and nope, I start throwing up immediately. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do? Now Link is with the baby and I can hear them and they're fine. And um, I stop throwing up and Isaac goes to check on them while I'm like cleaning the sink up. And I hear Isaac say something like, mom, he took his diaper off. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. Like, I'll just get a diaper on him. I'll brush my teeth. We'll call it a day and still try to go to the park. So come out of my, I come out of my bathroom and there's like, it almost looks like mud on the floor. And my dogs are at the groomer yesterday. So I'm like, Isaac's like, what is that? And I pick Lux up and not only is there shit on his foot, there's shit on my carpet. And then Isaac runs out of the, out of my room and in the hallway on the carpet, there's also shit. And I see the diaper at the bottom of the stairs. So he took his diaper off, climbed all the way up the stairs and must have been shitting his whole way up. So I'm literally like, I had just told my friend to like meet me at the park with the boys and I'm trying to text her to tell her it might be a little while before we get there and I'm just like losing my mind because I still feel a little bit sick but like a little bit better I swear that this shit only happens to me well the fact that Lux literally made a snail trail all the way up the stairs <laughs> yesterday I, can't make this up. I mean I wow wow When I saw that, I was like, I'm not even going to ask because (laughs) I'm going to give it a day 
for it to like right. really sink in Simmer when, the, down. when yes. the madness is gone. So, uh-huh. um, wow. Um, what an interesting start to your morning yesterday. Yeah, that was at all before 11 a.m. So, well, do you know how we were talking about like just being like cooped up in the house with our kids and how like it's so hard over the summertime and stuff? It's like you want them to be at home and you enjoy it, but at the same time, it's like you need your space and they need to go to school and they need to have their space and whatever. Well, so I think it's going to be a good little break for us for three days next week to be on the road. Yeah, I'm. I'm pumped. The boys are going to their dad's on Sunday and then um, the baby will go with Chris, you know, right before we leave and I'm ready. But I'm also, we've had about, I want to say like one to two months maybe of not filming. And so next week will be the first three days that we film for the new season. So I'm like, like excited for the, for the break from like motherhood, but also jump right into filming. And oh my gosh, Lindsay, actually let me, so you know how they added that new feature on Instagram with the questions that you were telling me? Yes. I love it. Yeah. No, I love it too. Once you taught me how to use it because I'm so technologically stupid. Um, (laughs) anyway, so someone asked me like why I look like such a bitch on the show all the time. And I always look miserable. And I think that like, I just get so stressed out filming, like, when all is said and done, like, I don't mind it, and, like, overall, like, I'm happy that I did it, but, like, I think I get so stressed out or, like, worked up, and, like, because I'm so last minute, and I plan everything last minute, and I never know, like, what's going on, or I'm not paying attention, and obviously, it's all self-inflicted, but then I come off on the show as, like, a total see you next Tuesday, and so, like, you know I'm not really like that, so I want to try to, like... When we film for Teen Mom or, you know, whatever we're filming for, for podcasts, I don't feel like that same thing. But also, I think what people from, like, the outside, because this is so relatable, because no one in my family has a baby other than me. So that was really hard for me to film. And I would come across, you know, on TV, like just this witch or like, I don't have it together or whatever. And everybody else is just like happy go lucky and whatever. And it's like, Hey, I already had a job all day earlier today with my child. And then I had to show up to film with my baby and nobody else, you know, had to do the same thing. So I think it's just like a lot of just stress on your shoulders of, okay, I'm trying to juggle being a mom. I'm trying to juggle working, trying to juggle like all of this stuff. And then when it's all said and done, you're like, oh, I'm so happy that I do this. Like my life is great, whatever. But then you come across on TV like a whole different way than what you really are. Well, yeah. I mean that and like, I don't want to sit on my couch and talk about Javi or like drama. I want to show people like the good stuff that I do and that I am happy and that I do have, you know, a good group of people around me. Like those are the things that I want to show, but there's no drama in that. And so sometimes it's harder to film the good stuff. And I, I recognize that and I realize that, but I don't think that the viewers necessarily realize that. So I'm hoping that like with how things are right now, like everything will be like more positive. I know Joe and B are getting married. Javi's having a baby. Like I'm doing podcast stuff and like just focusing on my kids and I, everything is like good. So I'm hoping that that actually comes across for once. Well, and I think that you're kind of, like you go through seasons of life, you know, like we were talking about this other day that like you're kind of in a season of 
just a different season of what you have been in in the past. So right. all of that negativity is kind of filtered out and you can kind of focus on the positive stuff now, but you had to get through it. The bullshit first. Yeah, I get it for and sure. And that's the worst part. You know, it's just everybody has it in life. It's just some people's life is televised and some isn't. Do you ever go out because you have a fear of missing out? You'll get tempted to go out for brunch, happy hour, concerts, or keeping up with just your friends because I totally do. The problem is, is the moment passes, but the credit card debt stays with you. If you can relate, you should try Lending Club. With Lending Club, you can consolidate your debt or pay off credit cards with one fixed monthly payment. Since 2007, Lending Club has helped millions of people regain control of their finances with affordable fixed rate personal loans. So the great thing is there's no trips to the bank, there's no high interest credit cards, and you just go to LendingClub.com and tell them about yourself and how much you want to borrow. Um, you pick the terms that are right for you. Everyone's different, so what works for you might not work for someone else. And if you're approved, your loan is automatically deposited into your bank account in as little as a few days. So how perfect is that? Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform with over $35 billion in loans issued. Go to LendingClub.com slash combos, check your rate in minutes, and borrow up to 40000 That's LendingClub.com slash combos. Again, LendingClub.com slash combos. All loans made by WebBank member FDIC equal housing lender. Now let's get back to the show. Um, Jackson and I were walking back from the pool the other day, and he asked me, he was like, Mom, can you tell me why like some people have cameras and some people don't? And I was like, oh, wow. What? Because I thought, I'm not thinking in that space, you know, like my head's right. like, oh, people are taking pictures with like a cannon or something like that. Like, I have no idea what right, you're talking right. about. So I said, what? And he said, you know, mom, like how people have the cameras, like whenever you film. And I'm like, yeah. And he said, <laughs> Well, why do some people get to do that and, like, some people don't? And I said, well, some of us are crazy and some people are just normal in life, and that's why. Literally, <laughs> literally. He's so observant. Like, that's such a good question because they they were essentially born into it. They don't really know any different. So At all. You would think that, right. So my friend yesterday, um, she we were texting and she said something about, we were talking about who they're adding to Teen Mom, um, OG or whatever, because the craziest... I don't know if it's true. I am not getting involved in this um, about Bristol Palin joining Teen Mom OG. And then um, my friend said something like, I can't believe they did this. And I said, well, you know, reality TV is crazy. Like, it takes a, a certain kind of fucked up people person to be on reality TV. And she's like, you're not fucked up. I was like, no, for sure I am. Like, for sure. <laughs> For like, sure. I, and to for deal sure. with to, it. To deal and with to like, deal with it like it takes a special kind of freaking person. I mean, and to deal with some of the stuff, not only like filming, but to deal with some of the stuff that you that have to go through, it. like the social media stuff that comes with it and like right. the attacking yeah. and the, mm-hmm. you know, somebody asked me yesterday, um, I did the little question thing on Instagram and some girl had the nerve to ask me if I had had plastic surgery on my face because my face was perfect. And it was like, thanks for the compliment. But at the same time, like, no, like, why is this your business? It, and that's why like a backhanded. Yeah. yeah. That's like backhanded compliment for sure. 
So I'm just like, um, okay, yeah, not going to answer that one. I love that feature because it's like you can answer the questions that you want to answer, but then you also, the people that are just jerks, you have the ability to just delete the comment. I I just love it because, but you know, Instagram's been pissing me off. Like every time I try to get on it, it like freezes, locks me out, it shuts down. And I'm like, I literally just want to answer these questions because it's like so fun, (laughs) but I just get annoyed. So I'm like, fuck it. And I can't ever answer like more than three questions because Instagram's just annoying. Um, um, and also, can we talk about, because I know you said, oh, well, I'm not getting involved in the Team Mom OG stuff, whatever. Well, I am. And if Bristol okay. is going to be <laughs> on their cast, I'm super excited for it because I literally feel like I would be friends with her. Yeah, I, I've actually never met her. We follow each other on Instagram. I didn't know that she followed me, so I quickly followed her back yesterday. I... I don't want to get involved in the politics side of it. I don't know if she's actually joining. Nothing was said to me. I did see it all over the internet, Twitter. Everyone sent it to me and literally blew my mind. Like, obviously doesn't really affect me necessarily. Um, I don't know how the other girls feel about it. Um, and you, I couldn't, I cannot tell you how many media outlets reached out to me yesterday to ask me how I felt about it and like what my feelings were. And I literally was like, I can't answer this because one, I don't know if it's official and two, like, I don't, it's not my show. Like OG is separate from Teen Mom 2. I think that's what people get really confused about. You know, it's like, yes, it's all part of the same franchise. And like, Mm -hmm. obviously Teen Mom 2 became because of Teen Mom OG. So I get it. But at the same time, it's kind of like Real Housewives, you know, it's like somebody on Real Housewives of Atlanta is not necessarily going to know what's going on in Orange County. Right. Right. So that's you kind know? of like where I was at. Yeah. And I don't have any beef with Bristol. I don't, I do remember like years ago, I want to say Macy did an event with her. Um, I, maybe the Candies Foundation or something similar to that. I remember they, her and Farah did an event or something like that. So I don't know, maybe they're, I don't know, maybe she's excited cause she knows her. I don't, I really have no idea, but, um, yeah, I I don't know. And then I, I tweeted like, oh, that's crazy. Like, you know, the producers sure know how to, you know, keep us on our toes, essentially. And um, I I guess I'm, I'm like surprised, but not surprised. But also like, whatever, like, I think it'll do the show good. I don't oh, know. I definitely think it'll do the show good. And I'm here for it. I think she's so cute and her kids are so cute. So... Um, so she has more than one, right? I know she has a boy has named three. a little boy named Trip. Oh, she has three. Oh, wow. Okay, so she has Trip, and then she she has two more. Yeah, she has two girls. Oh, wow. Do you know their names? I don't know what their names are, but it's a her little boy was first, and then the two girls came second. Came next. The one. Oh, the, the so one's cute. really little though. The she has like a baby, like real new. Yeah, like pretty new. I would say like maybe six months or something like that old. You know what I've become obsessed with lately? RX bars. Oh my gosh, they're so convenient and delicious. And I know, Lindsay, you like them too. I know we've talked about it before, but they are literally one of my favorite on-the-go snacks. If you're like me and always running around eating in your car and grabbing something just to run out the door, RX bar is such a great healthy solution to keep on hand and they are so good. 
I started keeping RX bars in the car for whenever I needed a quick bite or one of my kids gets hungry, you know, or out running around after practice, before practice. So they're just super convenient. RX bar has 14 different flavors. So there's one for everyone, even the picky eaters in my family. Um, actually, all my kids are picky eaters. So um, my personal favorite is the peanut butter chocolate. That's also my personal favorite and Jackson's personal favorite. Their labels list their core ingredients, which are just three egg whites, two dates, six almonds, no BS, which is so true. And it's just the good stuff. And you know that even though you're snacking on the go, it's still good for you. And they're giving you guys an awesome deal. So for 25% off your first order, just go to rxbar.com slash combos and enter promo code combos at checkout. That's rxbar.com slash combos and promo code combos. They're so good. Your kids will love them too. Definitely try them because that's such a good deal and you don't want to miss out. Let's get back to the show. Oh, you know what? Actually, what I was just about to say, now that you talked about three babies, I don't know what made me think of this. Um, have you seen, you know, remember Kristen Cavallari from The Hills? Yeah, very Cavallari. So... I don't know what made me think of this, but Kristen Cavallari has her own show on E! now, and I watched some of it, and I was, I am, I wouldn't say that I'm a fan, I wouldn't say I'm a hater, like, I'm kind of neutral with Kristen, like, I loved her on the hills or whatever, but, like, I was bored to death with her show, like, I couldn't watch the full episode, because I was so bored. Oh, very Cavallari? Yes. Okay, so, I think that's filmed out of Nashville, actually, so... I think my family show and that show are the only reality TV shows filmed out of Nashville. I think I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think, um, and I would probably watch it just to see if they film it at any of the same places, you know, but that would kind of be as far as my interest went. Interest. I think mm-hmm. she was awesome on the Hills. I, I was a major Hills follower, loved the show. Um, but I actually haven't tuned in. I had planned to tune in actually, and then forgot about it and I'll have to watch it to give an actual like reaction to it. Cause I don't know. I just like love her style, her Instagram, like her family's cute, but like realistically, like I just, the show for a reality show to sit there, I just didn't, I wasn't interested. What was but, it? Um, was it just like nothing, not so enough going on or? Um, I think when I think reality TV, just because of what I'm used to, I think like either super funny or like super, like tons of drama. So I don't like the okay. super happy, like nothing really going on. Doesn't really interest me. Um, I didn't laugh a whole lot and there's not drama. So it was like, just kind of like, okay, you're opening a store. Cool. You hang out with your girlfriends that work for you. Awesome. Like, I'm happy that you're happy and you have a great life. And that's awesome. But not everyone needs a show for that. You know what I mean? Well, and I mean, we can't relate because I have a crazy family and I'm crazy. And my life is a shit show. So that's why (laughs) we're good for TV. (laughs) Exactly. You know, I mean, one week I'm divorcing, one week I'm not. And... Mm -hmm. One week you're with Chris and one week you're not. So right. it's like it works. <laughs> right. So you get me. I, I don't know. I just. It's. I don't, maybe unreal. I need to give it another chance. But what else is going on? Talk to me. Um. Okay. So <laughs> I asked Jackson the other day um, about babies. Not that I have any immediate plans to 
have a baby. I would actually have to have a plan to do that. But um, <laughs> Jackson, I was just having conversation because he's such a fun age to have conversation with, you know, like, and right. things that five-year-olds say are just so funny. Like, I wish we could just put Jackson, Isaac, and Lincoln on a segment on their own and just see what the conversation would be because they're just so funny. And you just never know what they're going to say or how they interpret things. Exactly. And so I was asking him, I was like, well, you know, Jackson, um, I think that eventually I'm going to have to have another baby because I don't want you to grow up alone because just a little backstory, you know, I've been a flip-flopper on this situation for so long. Right. And Mm -hmm. I go from extremes like, no, I don't. Yes, I do. In the middle of maybe. So I saw this article the other day and I think I actually sent it to you about this um, preacher who preached a funeral about this man who had nobody at his funeral and he was an only (gasps) child and he lived in a retirement home, had no family and Mm -hmm. he died like with no family and so sad he had a service and the preacher was the only person that was there that like preached his service so I just like saw that and it broke my heart and I was like oh my god like I could not imagine my baby growing up with nobody and I know the age difference will be probably like seven years but right I'm just like oh my god like that just broke my heart so so it, crazy. Yeah, no, I I am with you. That's it so triggered sad. me to ask Jackson about having a baby and like if we had one, what would he want it to be? And he was like, Well, mom, is it really a choice? Which was kind of a profound thing for a five-year-old to say. And I said, um, no, it's not really a choice. It's whatever God, you know, wants you to have and whatever he blesses you with is what you have. So he blessed me with right. you and you're a boy. And if mommy got pregnant again, then it could be a boy or a girl, whatever God decides. And he said, well, yeah, that sounds great. He said, so I guess we would just see. And I said, yeah, we would have to see. And I said, but if you had your choice, what would you want it to be? Well, at first he flip-flopped and said that he wanted it to be a girl. And I think he wants it to be a girl because it wouldn't take away from him being like the boy. But then he flip-flopped and he was like, no, I think I want it to be a boy because it can play all the same things as me and blah, blah, blah. Little does he know he's going to be totally out of all the things the baby would want to do. And and so I asked him like names and (laughs) I said, you've got to be creative when you like think of names. And he was like, well, I think the baby's name should be Arnold because he's so into (laughs) Hey Arnold right now. Oh my God. First of all, yes, Jackson, we love Hey Arnold, but okay. Jackson and Arnold, I dig it. Jackson and Arnold. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. And he's like, and then since we're going to have another baby, I think it's time to start talking about us getting a cat mom and I'm going to name it Cupcake. And he's like, you're just not going to be allergic to this one. And I'm like, um... Yeah, no, it doesn't really work like that. But um, we might get a baby, but we're definitely not getting a cat. <laughs> I mean, the, the cat might be less responsibility, but I'm with you. I It's funny that you sent me that article and that we're talking about it because... And one of the questions I got on Instagram yesterday was for me to talk about not having family on the podcast. And so I do have cousins, two cousins that have kids and they are like 
essentially like sisters to me. They are so great, but they live in different states from me. So they're, they're twins and then they both have kids and they're around the same age as my kids. And so we, we only get together a couple times a year. And I, I struggle with the thought of like, you know, holidays with, you know, I obviously want my kids on the holidays, but with the rotation, you know, I'm like my, the boys go to their family um, with their dads on their holidays and they're like surrounded by like a ton of family. And then with me, they're, they're not. And so I just, it's, so they go, both of the things that I'm about to say kind of go hand in hand. So like, I obviously for Isaac and Lincoln wanted them to have more siblings. And like, I was so, I'm so happy I have three kids and you know, three boys, they're going to be best friends. But also I decided not to have any more children, which is crazy because I, I, the reality for me to have another one just wouldn't be fair to the three that I already have. So, I mean, I think about it, I'm maybe down the road when I'm, you know, with somebody for in a serious relationship, but like right now, like I just can't, but I'm like, I think about that all the time. Like they really don't have family with me. And so like, I would love to like be able to expand, but can't right now. But then also it's just like so much. And I think about, okay, so when they grow up, what they don't have like aunts and uncles, they don't have, uh, at least not on my side. So it's like, and that's so hard, like, to think about that. And it's just, like, sad, you know? hmm It's so sad. So, like, I think that you wanting to have another one or, like, maybe planning it in the next couple of years, like, I think that's, I think it's, like, good and you're seriously considering it. It's not like you're just going out on a whim and, like, okay, we're going to have a baby and, like, just winging it. Like, I think that it's nice that you planned it. And it would be good to have somebody for Jackson. And I don't think seven years is too, too far apart. I mean... They won't be in seven. school together, but yeah. I was I was seven whenever my brother Chase was born, and it was like a perfect thing because he was my live baby doll. So I don't, parenting-wise <laughs> for my parents, it probably wasn't perfect, and they probably yeah. wanted to kill me. But, mm-hmm. you know, he could go in my baby doll strollers. Like, it was awesome. Um, yeah. Obviously, with having a boy being older, the situation would be a little bit different, but it sure. was literally the perfect gap, you know? So um, I don't know. I like always love to feed him and love to like be a part of everything. And it was like having like a live baby doll. So maybe it's a perfect situation. I know personally for me, I was never cut out to be a mom of two littles. So to have like back to backs, that's just not something that... Yeah, just not for me. And Mm -hmm. I would have survived if I would have had it. But I just knew that for my sanity, I did not need that. So, um, yeah, I think think it'll be great. And whenever God's timing is right, it'll happen. And I trust that. So um, everybody just pray for me. (laughs) <laughs> well, we'll pray for Will because we know that he he wasn't on board for a little while. Oh, Will's never on board with anything. It's fine. Okay, so it's time to take a break to tell you guys about the cutest, most comfortable sheets ever. We've talked about it before, and since I've started using Brooklinen, my nighttime re- routine has been totally upgraded. For sure. Who doesn't love a good quality sleep? You guys, Brooklinen is so affordable because they're no crazy, ridiculous markups. I love Brooklinen because one, I just love the feel of the sheets. They feel like hotel quality sheets. Um, I love going to a hotel to sleep. I don't know if you guys do or not, but I do. I always get a really good night's sleep and now I've been able to have it at home. 
So this company was founded in April of 2014 by husband and wife team, Vicki and Rich Fulop. Their philosophy is that you deserve the most beautiful, comfortable home essentials with no crazy prices. My Brooklinen sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets that I've ever slept on. Brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for our listeners. You get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code COFFEE at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code COFFEE at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code COFFEE. Brooklinen, these are the best sheets ever. Back to it. So how's Will doing? Who knows? He's... (laughs) How's Chris doing? Your neighbor, Chris. (laughs) How's my neighbor, Chris, doing? I don't know, but literally... Okay, so there was such mixed reviews about the episode when we were talking about my neighbor, Chris, like, oh, he Mm -hmm. could have a disability or he could have this or he could have that. Well, in fact, I know this man and I know he doesn't. So Right, you wouldn't have said all of that if he... If there was a problem or a disability. Yeah, obviously. This is just like this man can be in his garage for like hours tinking around with his car. He does not have anything wrong with him. I just want to clarify. But literally, I pulled in my driveway the other day and I looked over and I said, I'm going to go and cut a pattern in his grass. Like he will (laughs) have to cut it. Right. And then Will was like, "Mm, I think I'm just going to throw some weed killer over there. Like... We just, I don't know. We're just so weird about our yard and just like it to look like a certain way. And that's okay to each their own. If you want to look like a ragamuffin, great. If you don't and you want to look like you're kept, great. I don't care either way. Like at this point, whatever. Like I'm frustrated with my yard because I I can only do so much by myself. And I, so I told you I've been trying to like grow grass in like certain patches and i paid a lot of money and it's just, and I even installed a sprinkler system and we've, my landscapers are here every week. And for whatever reason, I cannot get the grass to grow where I'm trying to get it to grow. And I'm so frustrated because now we're in, we're coming to a close on summertime and I have still no grass. It looks brown. And I put so much time and money into my own, like into my home and it's so frustrating. So I just get super annoyed. Well, anytime that anything doesn't do what it's supposed to do is annoying, first of all. And I'm kind of in a limbo state where I love my house, love my yard, have great house, great yard. Um, It's kind of that weird state of I could sell my house and make good money or Mm -hmm. I could stay here and make no money and put more money into it to make it better or we could move and pay a premium for a house that has everything already done. My house is only three years old, I think. Um, We built this one and I'm kind of in that state of I put carpet upstairs for the meantime and I want to rip it up and put all hardwoods or I don't want to do anything more and move. So it's like such a weird like feeling. Wow. Okay. So we must've moved into our houses the same. My, I've been in this house for three years, um, this month actually. And I, 
I moved in July too. Okay. So yeah, we've been, we've both been, I, when I was getting the house, um, Javi and I must've looked at like 30 something houses and like, just didn't, couldn't decide. And then we were going to build. And then I don't know, we couldn't, everything that we would have wanted in a new build, like in a development or something like it would have, we'd either have to pay more money for a big yard and less things that we wanted inside the house or have everything that we wanted inside the house and then no yard. And mm-hmm. so it was kind of like what I'm like, I was like annoyed that I had to kind of make that decision. And then, um, our realtor was like, I have one more house to show you blah, blah, blah. And it had everything on the inside that I would have wanted. Um, the light, my layout is a little weird. Cause I feel like whoever built this house, um, it was one family that built it and they, they were here since like only one owners. I mean, right. And, um, they, the layout was a little funny. I think that they kind of fucked up a little bit cause they kind of made it so that they, oh, what am I trying to say here? Like if they would have rearranged some things, they'd have more, um, like it's less usable space. Right. So they kind of fuck themselves. And so like, I'm a little annoyed with that now, but since I've been here for three years, you know, Javi and I got divorced. I kept the house. I think I'm just, this is like my forever home. As much as I would love to just like sell it and build something that is like a hundred percent mine. I'm like, this house literally has like almost two acres, the pool, all the bedrooms we need. I've finished half the basement. Like, I think it's just our forever home. And I don't think that we'll ever will ever move. Yeah. I think there's just too much with the house that I'm in now that I would want mm-hmm. to change, you know, like right. I want my master on the main, I want my laundry on the main kids bedrooms upstairs. Um, all the bedrooms are upstairs right now. The laundry's upstairs. So obviously with all the bedrooms being upstairs, I don't mind the laundry being upstairs in this house, but like my forever house, I want my master on the main and my laundry on the main. So yeah, I do love that. That's, I, that's like one of my favorite things when I go into houses like that. So I'm just like, oh, and then I love the area that I'm in and that's hard too, because I don't want to leave like this one bubble that I'm in. So then it limits. Can you build in that development? No. So I could, it's all Basically, the the development is pretty much developed. So, yeah, there's really no choices. I would. There's one development that's going up right down the road that I've been following since before they ever broke ground, and I'm trying to just kind of wait to see what the lots are going to look like um, once they kind of like start getting the lots set to how they're going to be. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. I can visually see better, but until then. I'm just kind of like, okay, do I just like hold off? Because I mean, hardwood floors to put them in upstairs in my house would be very expensive. So I don't want to spend that money because I'm not going to make that money back. So Right. Well, so when Javi and I were getting divorced, I got that Javi actually got the house appraised because he was going to try to take it from me. Long story, won't get into it. Um, And I've put so much money into this house and I won't see a dime of it. Like even though it's going to, I'll make more than what I bought it for, or I'll make just what it's like valued at. I put, I'm talking like nearly $200,000 into my home and I won't see hardly a dime of it. So I'm like, okay, that's another reason why I'm not leaving. But, um, when we were looking to build too, I was, you have a pool in your neighborhood, right? Yes, we do. So 
that was one of the things that I really wanted. I really either wanted um, to live in a development that had a pool or have a pool ourselves. And um, the development that we were looking to build in, we loved the house and we were like, okay, we'll settle for like a smaller yard um, if there's like a community pool. So the lady who was selling us, like trying to sell us the lot or whatever in the house, whatever, she said that a lot of times around here, I don't know how it is there, they'll plan for a pool and you'll buy a house and a lot and then they will never put it in. And so that pissed me off. And I was like, okay, no, like if I'm going to buy this house with the, um, you know, expectation that there's going to be a pool, then that's what I'm going to do. But she was like, sometimes they just never get put in. And so then I was like, forget it. I'm just going to buy the house that the realtor, the last house that the realtor shows. happened kind of in my neighborhood. They had said that they were going to put it in and it took forever for them to put it in because all of these houses are new construction. So it took forever for them to put it in. And for a while, once I got here, the pool was already in, but I know for mm-hmm. people that were here before me, like in the first phase of the development, there wasn't a pool and they were really upset because, you know, they bought the house with intentions of the pool was going in. So I don't well, think when you they... pay fees, the HOA, like all of that is the pool is included in that. And so, yes. you know, if you're not get if if you're paying for those services and then you don't ever get them, like she said, sometimes it'll come late with like, you know, when the whole development is completed, but she said sometimes they'll complete the whole development and it, they won't put the tennis courts in, they won't put the pool in, they won't put. And so I was like, well, no. Yeah. Not interested. Well, on a completely unrelated, like housing note, mm-hmm. um, I know how I love crime and I know that you love crime. I mean, not love yes. crime, but you know what I mean? Like crime shows, um, the whole watching it. Yeah, 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 of course. Just and like weird things that happen. And I hope I'm never a victim of like any of this stuff. But there was a boy that went missing um, in Atlanta from a Publix. Okay. He was a pharmacy student, 25 year old, University of Georgia grad. And okay. he was a pharmacy intern at a Metro Atlanta Publix. And he left the grocery store at like 9.15 p.m., went outside. He had picked up some groceries for his mom. And the store said that his car was still in the parking lot and the car was unlocked. And it appeared to have been like rummaged through whatever. And that the groceries that he bought on his way out were still in the car, which was very suspicious. So the groceries, his white coat and the glove box were opened when the police got there and his family said it was completely out of character for him. The following week, he was actually supposed to start as like a full-time pharmacist there. And so like people were handing out flyers, like all this kind of stuff um, to try to find him. And Apparently, when he had gotten to work, once they started like the investigation, when he had gotten to work, he had told a like coworker that he worked with in the pharmacy that some young men had suspiciously, suspiciously approached him as he was arriving to work, and they had asked him how much money he made and that he had a really nice car. So I don't know if they had been like following him, kind of like waiting for him to get off because they wanted to rob him or something happened, but he's missing. Like his phone has been turned off and his Apple watch has been turned off. So yeah. And it's just, I wonder if they, if they, if, 
I mean, obviously you think like the worst when days and days have gone by, like you're like, okay, the chances of him being alive are probably really low, but I wonder if because he's a pharmacist that they would keep him alive to get them prescription drugs. I don't know because see, wouldn't he have to go back to his pharmacy to get it? Not his pharmacy necessarily. Maybe another pharmacy, maybe he can call them in. I don't know. I really, I don't know. It'll be interesting to like follow, well, you know. That's so sad. I just like, I don't, it's just so like, I, I don't even have words. It just is frustrating because it's like he knew that something was up and n- nothing was really, what could he really do that someone approached him? You know what I mean? And then now he's missing and yeah, I, I mean, know. the whole thing is sad. It's sad, but I'll make sure that I'm sure it'll be all Keep over. Keep us posted. Yeah, for sure. News. I'll keep everybody posted. Um, And then there was another thing that I saw on CNN because the hot car deaths are like crazy, you know, in the summer Are they? I haven't heard of any. Well, I know that there was a baby. um, No, don't tell me about the baby. Well, back whenever I was pregnant with Jackson, there was a baby um, that had died. His name was Cooper um, and he died in a hot car in Atlanta I followed the whole story. Um, actually, somebody had reached out to me that was a, a friend of the dad that left the baby in the car, had reached out to me to ask for help for like, you know, to spread the word, whatever. Um, and they found the dad guilty of the basically murder of the baby because he intentionally left the baby in the car. Um, Wait, and then, did he work at Home Depot or something? Yes, and he worked like, at Home Depot. It? He was just on 20. I remember this story. Yes, yes, I remember the story. Mm-hmm. And the so, mom like kind of knew, but like she was in on it a little bit, I think, or she knew and didn't. Yes, there was just a 2020 on it and I recorded it, but I haven't watched it yet. So I'll let you know. Oh, I have the chills. I um, have the chills. I'll let you know like what was on there because I followed that case like so, so heavily. But there was a baby actually um, that was on a daycare bus. Um, he was one of 28 students from an academy in Houston, and they had taken a field trip earlier in the day, and he was found, a three-year-old little boy was found dead, had been in there for (gasps) hours on the bus in nearly 100-degree weather. So I know, like, accidents and stuff do happen, but just as, like, a general awareness, if you're taking your kids anywhere, make sure that even if you're, like, in a rush, make sure you check your car before you go in somewhere, and even if you think that it's just going to be like one minute, do not leave them in the car because anything can happen. And you lose track of your mind. Like sometimes parents in general, like mom brain, you have mom brain, you have pregnancy brain, you have just absent minded sometimes, you know? Exactly. And so just, just bring make, your kids with you. <laughs> make sure I know like it can be frustrating to have to like get in and out of the car and take the kid out of the car seat and whatever. But if you're going somewhere that you have to feel frustrated or whatever and you feel like you need to leave them in the car, then I would just suggest going at a time that you don't have to leave them in the car because it's just too hot. Things happen and it's just not safe to leave your kids in the car. I have on my suburban when I turn my car off, it the on the dash it literally it like beeps and it'll say check back seat like it'll remind me on the screen wow. to check the back seat yeah because probably for that reason um wow. you know i have three rows but even if i have the third row down it'll still say you know check back seat 
and I can't, it'll beep until I like close the car and everything. So I I can't get away with. Yeah. I mean, obviously like there are alerts like on newer model vehicles now that Right, you know, will mm-hmm. alert you. Um, mine yeah. actually has a seatbelt thing that dings. So if yep. there's a seatbelt that's still, you know, attached into the whatever, like the holder, then it will let you know, like you know, there's still right. somebody in the car. So mm-hmm. I know in this specific case, I'm sure it was an accident. Um, I, I would imagine, you know, daycare center. I couldn't imagine. And I know that things happen and there's like foul play involved sometimes or whatever, but this seems like a true accident and they were planning on interviewing. This is a very new case and they were planning on interviewing the bus driver and the chaperone who was on the field trip. Um, And they supposedly are being very cooperative with investigators. So, I mean, it's so sad. Uh, Just imagine imagine though, like being the mom or the dad. It was an accident. Well, and it what if it you know it was an accident and that bus driver and that chaperone have to live with that for the rest of their lives? I like, know, horrific. Well, and did they not check the bus? You know what I mean? Like, did they just right? Not go I remember the bus? when I was a kid, we would get off the bus, and I remember like seeing the bus driver go back and check all the seats. Like, yeah, like whether walk. it was for garbage or for kids or for what lost stuff. Like, I remember getting off the bus and I would see the bus driver like park and check everything. Well, and I mean, I don't know. I just don't see, I guess I'm just so super cautious in my life with just like every situation that right. I'm always like checking behind on everything, you know, like even if Jackson's playing in his playroom for like 30 minutes and I haven't heard heard anything and it sounds like suspiciously quiet, then I'll go down and say, hey, what's and going check. on down here? You know, just... Right, right. I'm just very cautious. And I know that a lot of times that things do happen because parents intended for it to happen and it's so sick and sad. But in this situation, I think it really was an accident. And like you said, that's going to be terrible for those people that are living because they're going to have to live with that for the rest of their lives. And also, could you imagine being a parent for parents out here? So many people, you know, have to put their kids in childcare and are right. trusting that, mm-hmm. you know, their kids are going to be taken care of, watched after, and that, you know, nothing's going to happen. Obviously accidents happen, but not deaths, you know, I mean, right. that's right. pretty- Nobody should have to go through that at all. No. Could you imagine the parents getting the call or coming to the daycare center and being like, getting that news. I mean, no. No, absolutely not. I was just, when I read that, I was like, that's so sad. And there's been so much awareness over the past. I would say the first hot car death I heard about was the one in Atlanta with the little boy here. And there's been so much awareness about it on the news. Like every news channel covers it. And just for it to happen, it's like, are these parents watching the news or are they just like clueless or whatever? I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm guilty of not seeing any recently. I haven't heard of anything. I also don't have the news on all the time, but um, I do remember like the one the one that you just talked about in Atlanta where everybody covered it. So everyone heard about it. Um, but yeah, it's so heartbreaking. So sad. And then like on a completely light note, 
I know people were, um, when I did the Instagram question thing, people were talking about how much I talked about Chick-fil-A on the podcast. <laughs> and it's true. Really? Like I do, I didn't even realize I did, but like I do talk about Chick-fil-A all the time because I go there all the time. I actually had dinner from there last night. Um, it's my favorite place ever. And they're building one not too far from my house, literally like two miles from my house. And it's going to be on the way to Jackson school. So I'm like, oh, perfect. Um, but that will just increase um, the reasons why. I probably Your conversation. Just, <laughs> it, right. It'll pro- probably just increase the reasons why I need to stay at this house, but also increase um, my Chick-fil-A intake probably by like five times a week now. So um, great. <laughs> I was reading something though, and after 20 years, Chick-fil-A has decided to stop carrying the cow calendars. And that's so sad because you can buy the cow calendars. I forget how much they are, but they have little coupons in them for like every month. And I don't buy them, but I know like a lot of like older people buy them and I'm sure younger people buy them too, but I know like my grandparents used to buy them and stuff. And it has just like little special coupons every month for 12 months, you know, the 12 months and they're not carrying it anymore. And there was a lot of uproar on social media about Chick-fil-A discontinuing the cow calendar. So if you are a cow calendar user, make sure you let us know your thoughts on why Chick-fil-A would have one discontinued it. And two, if you are upset about it, because there were so many people and so many negative comments about them um, discontinuing it. So, yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, just, thanks for the Chick-fil-A update. <laughs> I, I just wanted to let you guys all know. And Yeah, it's appreciated. If you guys are listening, make sure that you are following us on our Coffee Combos podcast Instagram. We actually are just getting the last bit of our stuff for the giveaway that we talked about several weeks ago. Um, It's taken a little bit of time to get it all together, but we should have that giveaway not this coming week, but the following week um, on Instagram. So just make sure that you guys are following us so that you can participate. It will be something for moms, but also if you're not a mom, you can still enter, um, because you can give it to somebody who is a mom, but it's going to be baby centered. Um, so, and also if you have not put a five-star review on iTunes, make sure that you do that. We appreciate those and any of the comments, any feedback, that you guys have, anything that you guys would like us to talk about, any guests that you guys would like us to have on, make sure that you just put it in the comments or send a direct message on Instagram and we will try to get that person on so you guys can hear about their lives as well. Yes. So until next week when we're in Nashville and Chattanooga, thank you guys for listening and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.